Welcome to the Balling Podcast, or shall I say welcome back to the Balling Podcast. Yes, it has been a minute. I'm your host, Tyrone Montgomery Jr. of the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And yes, like I said, it's been a minute. You know, they say anybody can do a podcast, but the truth is anybody can't do a podcast. Effectively, that is. I've had some time off and I've took this time to do some self-reflecting and studying and and just refining of myself. And I've realized to be great in this industry, it's all about being consistent. It's all about being on time with reporting. And it's all about giving the people what they want. So now it's time for me to give the people what they want. Yes, it wasn't easy making this return, but we got to get it done this year. Um, as part of the Legacy Maker Sports Network, again, I am your host, Tyrone Montgomery Jr. And, you know, my colleagues over at Legacy Maker Sports Network, they've been asking me, when when are you going to bring the podcast back? When is the ball and podcast making this return? So it's it's take, taking a lot of work to present good content, but I love the work. And, you know, they say hard work pays off, and I definitely like to work hard. But speaking of work, let's talk about all the work that happened in the offseason in the NBA. First on the list is the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks didn't really add many pieces this offseason, but they did add something that you just can't buy, and that's experience. What they did in the playoffs last season, um, nobody expected it to happen. And I think that experience will take them a long way and carry over into this season as they make their uh, postseason run. Now we're moving over to Brooklyn with the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I think a lot of people, including myself, predicted that the Nets probably represent the East in the NBA Finals this season. However, we all didn't expect Kyrie to not be playing in these games this season. Um, they're a different team without him. Um, Kyrie, you can say what he want, say what you want about him as a person, but the dude can ball. And James Harden is looking like a, a small shell of himself that we saw in Houston. The Nets just aren't really a good team, and Kevin Durant can't do it by himself. The Boston Celtics. You know, they say NBA windows don't last long. Um, even in the NFL championship windows do not last long. And I think this team already has missed the window for a championship. Uh, Marcus Smart made some comments about Tatum and Brown not wanting to pass that rock. Basketball is a team game and Tatum and Brown can't do it by themselves. <sighs> we can expect some trades to happen. This team is about to get broken up real soon. The Charlotte Hornets. LaMelo Ball came out the ball last season, and he's picked up right where he left off from last year. The Hornets are a pretty good team. Um, they added Kelly Oubre. Gordon Hayward, when he's healthy, the dude can ball. You know, he's getting a little older now, but he's still got a lot left in that tank, but only if he's healthy. Um, Miles Bridges, he's been huge for them, and 
<laughs> we can expect even more. He he's gonna get that money that he wants to. Um, the Hornets, they they may be a playoff team this year, at least a bubble. The Chicago Bulls, you know, the Bulls is a team that I felt like they won the NBA offseason. Um, when you add pretty much an entire starting five around your star and Zach Levine, you, you add a DeMar DeRozan, you add uh, Alonzo Ball, Vucevic, he was added in, um, in the season last year. Um, so th- they got a really good team. DeMar DeRozan is one of the most underrated players in the league, and he's showing why right now. Um, the Bulls, they're going to be dangerous. The Cleveland Cavaliers. You know, when you look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, it's like they're still trying to recover from losing LeBron twice. (laughs) But, you know, they added a lot of depth. Um, a guy like Laurie Markkinen, who came from the Bulls, he's a stretch four, seven footer. He can shoot the rock effectively. But they drafted Evan Mobley, another big, um, who's going to be a star in this league. Trust and believe that he is promising, promising young prospect. And I think they're going to build around him. Um, but the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're not done. You know, Jared Allen, he's there for the long run. He's going to be a valuable piece to this team. But you look at a guy like Colin Sexton, a guy who's young and talented and can score the ball. I don't know if they want him. I don't think they want to pay him. He's valuable. Teams are going to want him. They can get a lot back for him. So the Cavaliers, they're not done willing and dealing, adding pieces. They're not a playoff team just yet, but they do look good. They do look good. The Dallas Mavericks, or shall I say the Luka Doncic Mavericks. You know, the Mavericks are, they are who they are. Um, Luka is carrying them. Um, They got a a few pieces around Luka. If he's having an off night, they can step up and make some shots and carry on the scoring burden, but... The Mavericks are who they are. They're not a championship team. And they're going to have to get another star in there next to Luka. Um, I always say that I would love to see Tatum and Luka play together. <laughs> you never know what may happen. But um, they just didn't add enough pieces. But I, the, the Mavericks, they are looking to move Christos Porzingis. Although they deny that, they are looking to move him. So... <laughs> Be on the lookout for that. But the Mavericks, they got to add more pieces around Luka. Denver, Denver, Denver. (laughs) You know, they got the MVP and the Joker. The reigning MVP, that is. Well-deserved, too. Um, But the Nuggets, uh, they're going to be without Jamal Murray for quite some time. I'm not sure if he'll play it at all this season. So they're going to lean heavily upon Michael Porter Jr., the guy has a lingering back injury, and I think it's a cause for concern. You can't depend on him with that back. You know, I, I hurt my back a couple years back, and some days it feels great. Some days it just feels terrible. You just never know. And you look at a guy like Tracy McGrady, you see how it affected him in his career. Michael Porter Jr. same is going to be the case for him. So I'm not sure if they can lean upon Joker that much and not have Murray in there. They did draft Bones Highland from VCU, and he's he's going to be good. <laughs> you can count on that. He's going to be good, but he's not Jamar Murray. Um, and this team is kind of young, and they're just not going to be a championship team this season. If you're thinking about tanking any team in the league, <laughs> it's the Detroit Pistons. Um, 
I'm not sure what direction they're moving in. I'm not sure what what their game plan is, what their end game is, but I guess they're just trying to accumulate some pieces. Cade Cunningham, he started the season off injured. Um, but, you know, the Pistons, they're just not going to be good at all this season. Um, they're going to lose a ton of games. But I think the, the key thing for the Pistons, they, they got to figure out a way to get Killian Hayes going. I think he's going to be the key piece to this team. If he can figure out a way to be effective on the court to to grow into his own, then they got to start. But <laughs> K to be fine. He's struggling shooting from the field. Um, but <laughs> the Pistons, they, they got to figure something out. The Golden State Warriors. Um, this is a team who is still dangerous, still scary, a team that nobody still doesn't want to play on any given night. And, you know, you look at the Golden State Warriors, you say they're a, a one-man wrecking band um, with with Steph Curry. We know Klay Thompson's been out the lineup. We know James Wiseman is still out the lineup as well. Um, but they're still... They're, they're probably a, a championship team today, probably even without them. Because, um, you know, when they come back, they're even going to be even better. Jordan Poole... Um, He's been he's been a great story, a great watch. They got Andre Iguodala back, that veteran locker room leadership that they could use. Draymond Green is still there being a, a great basketball mind and presence on the floor and off the floor as well. But a guy like Belisa, a three-point shooter uh, who can stretch the floor, uh, rebound a little bit because he got some height on him. Um, and Damian Lee, he's been pretty good for this team as well. So, just wait. And, and I can't even forget to mention Andrew Wiggins, who opted to get the vaccine and play this season. So I can't wait to see Klay Thompson come back. I can't wait to see James Wiseman come back. Those are two starters that they're missing. So the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> their championship team, be on the watch for them. They had a great offseason. <laughs> Just watch. Just wait for the Golden State Warriors. They're going to make a championship run this season. The Houston Rockets, you know, they their big splash of the offseason was getting that number two pick and taking Jalen Green. Jalen Green can score the basketball. I mean, he, he's going to be a star in his league. He's coming along kind of slow, and um, I think he's still learning the game of basketball. And that's the scary part. You know, that goes to show you how good Jalen Green could possibly be in the NBA. Um they have a lot of trade pieces. They're still looking to Will and Dill, John Wall. He's not even playing. And you can expect the trade to come with Eric Gordon as well because they're just going in a different direction. Eric Gordon is a veteran, still has a little bit left in the tank, and teams are going to want him. So look out for the Houston Rockets. They're still making that team. They're still building that team, and the best is yet to come in Houston. The Indiana Pacers, you know, they uh, went in and got a dominant rough in the draft. Um, late lottery, um, a guy named uh, Chris Dante. I think I pronounced that correctly. But anyway, the guy can score the basketball. That's their key addition this past offseason, and he's he's been quite the delight with the Pacers. Uh, much needed uh, flex off the bench. Um, or even starting in the lineup. They can do either or. Um, he's he's a really valuable piece to that team. And I won't be surprised if they decide to build around him. 
that's how good he is. He can flat out score that basketball. Um, they have a few injuries on. They just got Karis Levert back, um, who's been in some trade talks. And I'm not sure if they're still interested in Ben Simmons, um, but his name was floating around. And um, they still are without T.J. Warren. Um, a valuable piece to this team, um, a guy who we saw in the NBA bubble who took his game to another level. This team is kind of deep. Um, they got a lot of pieces. I'm just not sure if these pieces fit together. So the Pacers, <laughs> they're a borderline playoff team. They're struggling this season, and um, they're looking for, for answers. The Memphis Grizzlies. You know, they're a team that... <laughs> they're a team that will only go as far as Ja can take them. Um, they're not a deep team at all. They didn't really add any key pieces this offseason. Um, they did, however, um, pay in full Jaron Jackson Jr., um, a guy who's, who's shown some glimpses of, of, you know, decency, like he can actually play. And he's decent. You know, he's about 14 points a game, five rebounds. Nearly seven feet tall, and that's just not good enough, um, especially for <laughs> for the amount of money that he just got. And <laughs> the elephant in the room, can he stay healthy? So I'm just, I'm not sold on the Grizzlies. Jai's playing at an MVP-like level, but he can't do it alone. Um, they've been without Dylan Brooks this season, too, and, you know, he's a key piece to what they're trying to do. But <laughs> I'm I'm just not sold on this Memphis Grizzly team. And I'm not even sold on Ja. I mean, I like Ja. He had a good uh a good run last season, but <laughs> I'm just not sold on this team at all. The Miami Heat. You know, they're flaming right now. <laughs> they they had quite a splash in getting Kyle Lowry in the offseason. Um Tyler Hero is playing a remarkable basketball off the bench. He may be an all-star. <laughs> he may be an all-star this year. Um Bam out of Bayou, he's solid. He's giving them that big man presence. And Jimmy Butler, he's the star of the team. Um, so <laughs> look out for this Heat team. They they had a good offseason. Just getting Kyle Lowry alone has has upgraded this team tremendously. Um, and they're still without a guy in Victor Oladipo. Oladipo can play. He's had some injuries over the years, um, but he's still a valuable piece, especially coming off the bench. Adding some quality depth to this Miami Heat team. <laughs> the Heat, <laughs> I won't be surprised if the Heat find themselves back in the NBA Finals again this season. Congratulations and shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks and MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo for winning the National Basketball Association Championship this past season. They're defending champs of your world NBA champions and rightly deserve, you know. They're a good team. I think they've gotten better this offseason. And they really haven't added too many pieces as well. But they still are the beast of the East, despite having a losing record currently as we stand today. Um, they got a guy that they acquired in Grayson Allen. You know, people say, oh, he's a jerk. He plays dirty. But he's a good quality player in the NBA. Despite his antics, he's still playing in the NBA. And then a guy who is solid. You know, he's not a star, but he'll play some really good defense and he'll make some shots for you in Rodney Hood. He's a valuable piece. 
He has playoff experience. And at this point, he's a, a viable veteran. Leadership that he brings as well. So this Milwaukee Bucks team, I, <laughs> they, they're struggling a little bit. Under 500 as we stand right now. But they've been without Drew Holiday. He's missed a couple games. They'll be fine. And I think they'll win the East again. And I think they'll probably be right back in the NBA Finals again, too. The Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, I absolutely love this team. I love the big three that they have. And D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns. But I'm not sure if they're going to stick together. Carl Anthony Towns has been flirting around with the idea of possibly leaving the Timberwolves. And he's the star of the team. He's the best player that they have. Um, and it sucks to have a big man as your best player because you, <laughs> in today's game, you just don't get far with that kind of makeup of a team. Um, but they don't play defense at all. None of them. And <laughs> the coaching in the front office, I'm not sure what direction that they're going in as well. But they have so much talent within this big three that they have. And you got to wonder, are they just going to break this team up, too? Because they're so talented, but they're wasting a lot of viable years out their career losing for a losing organization. This is a team that I feel (laughs) really sorry for, um, the most remorse. And that's the New Orleans Pelicans. They're going to lose Zion Williamson, you know. And I don't even think they're going to be mad at it because of the simple fact that... (laughs) Yeah, the elephant in the room, literally. <laughs> he can't stay in shape. He's always hurt. Um, and as good as he is, you know, there there isn't really a skill within him. He's He just plays bully ball. You know, he has great size. He knows where to be at the right time. But other than that, you know, besides the dunks, what is he good at? You know, I, I know he can bully himself in, into the paint. But other than that, does he have any post games, post moves? Um, can he shoot the three ball consistently? Is he a tremendous or great rebounder? Is he a good defender? So, I mean, <laughs> I can definitely see something happening. Um, not this year, probably, because he's hurt and out of shape. But <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they don't want to move on with him because he's not as good as what people thought he was and I'm still a little disappointed over him being on the cover of 2K. Too soon, too soon, too soon. New York, New York, New York. This is where basketball starts, baby. The Knicks are back. You know, we seen what they did last season. They made it back to the playoffs. And, you know, when we watched them last season, we just felt like they were just giving us a taste of what they could ultimately be. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like this is a a three course meal. You know, right now we got some bread and some solid. Um, that's what we got last season, at least. And this time we we got some hors d'oeuvres. Maybe we got some, <laughs> I don't know, maybe some mozzarella sticks or some calamari. And now we're waiting on the entree. You know, last season they were good. They made the playoffs. They were a defensive minded team. This season, um, they added <laughs> some perimeter play, um, some good perimeter play. And Evan Fournier, a guy who was rotting his career away with the Orlando Magic. 
and Diamond in the Rough as well. They added a, a veteran um, who's hurt a little bit often, but, you know, he's when he's healthy, he's on. Kimba Walker. And, you know, they still got the core. You know, they got the guy like Julius Randle, guy like Mitchell Robinson, guy like R.J. Barrett, who's playing some really good basketball as well. And they still have Derrick Rose. So this next team, I think they could probably win the East. They're a defensive-minded team who can score, um, who have a lot of players that can really attack you offensively. And when that main entree gets here, maybe that's a superstar. If they add a superstar to the team that they have now, oh, my Lord. Championship, baby. The Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, as of right now, they only have two wins this season. Sitting at two and six, and their only two wins are are both against the L.A. Lakers, you know, an older team. So they just took advantage with their youth. Um, They're a very young team. They didn't really add a lot of pieces, but they did draft Josh Giddy, a guy who I think is going to be a, a really good player in this league. He he does a little bit of everything. He's like a a version of Ben Simmons that actually wants to shoot the basketball. So... I'm not sure what direction the Oklahoma City Thunder are going in. They have a ton of draft capital over the next couple of years. Um, They're going to have to make a move with those draft picks. But they're a really young team, really inexperienced team, and they're not going to win a lot of games at all this season. The Orlando Magic. You know, you look at a team like the Magic, you see a bit of a logjam at point guard. They they uh just drafted Anthony Cole last season. Um that same season they were able to get Markel Fultz, former number one overall pick, um, from from Philadelphia. And you know, he was playing decent with the Magic, but he got hurt. They still have a veteran point guard in Mark Michael Carter Williams. And and now they just drafted Jalen Suggs. I'm just not sure what the Magic are doing with all of these guards. Um, of the same position as well, point guard. So <laughs> it's a lot of questions that need to be answered in Orlando. Um, Orlando will be right back in the lottery again. The Philadelphia 76ers. You know, they had the the drama of the entire league this past summer. And it's still going on. But despite it, they're still in first place in the East. Despite COVID being an issue in Philly right now, Tobias Harris is hurt. Well, not hurt, but sick with COVID. Matisse Thibel is out with COVID. Um, <laughs> Danny Green, he's injured right now. He's day-to-day, though. They, they're they still able to win some games, and they're still in first place. Um, I'm not sure what the ceiling is for this team. They're going to have to get something back for Ben Simmons because they're rolling right now. You don't want him to come back and disrupt this chemistry. Um, so if you can add a few pieces to give you some quality of depth, so this team might be able to be right back in championship contention, but I'm not sure if they can do it without Ben Simmons, but (laughs) they're looking good right now. We'll see what's in store for the future of the Philadelphia 76ers. The Phoenix Suns, you know, we want to give some kudos and some love to, to the Phoenix Suns. They, they didn't win a championship, but they did get there. And that's still noteworthy. And they deserve all the love and praise just as much 
as the Milwaukee Bucks. So shout out to Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and the Phoenix Suns. <clears throat> now, this past offseason, they didn't really do much. You know, they got a championship team, so they want to keep the core together. Last season, um, if if DeAndre Aiden was to go down for any reason, or any big man, they, they lost Dario Sarge in the playoffs. So they were down a big man. And it's hard to replace DeAndre Ayton. You know, he, he's one of the biggest bodies in the league. So they added JaVale McGee, <clears throat> a championship player. And JaVale McGee is like the same frame and build as, as a DeAndre Ayton. And he, he's almost just as good. And that's probably why they refused to pay DeAndre Ayton the big bucks. Um, so that's their key piece that they added, but, <clears throat> um, Landry Shaman as well, but, um, the Suns, they are who they are. Um, they got to the finals last season. They had a good run. <sighs> I think they may need to add another piece to do that again this season. Um, but they're still a playoff team and they're still a team to be feared. The Portland Trailblazers. This team, they didn't really add much as well, and I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> because you got a guy like Damian Lillard who's been in some trade rumors, and as much as he denies it, you know, they he wants to stay in Portland. The 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 key addition that they had was Larry Nance Jr., <laughs> and no disrespect to him, but that's not cutting it. If I'm him, that's not making me want to stay in Portland. Um, he's giving Chauncey Billups a chance. You know, Chauncey is a former champion in this league. And, you know, Chauncey was a heck of a player when he played. But <laughs> Dame is, is one of the most loyal guys I know. And I don't even really know him. <laughs> but <laughs> but the Blazers, um, <clears throat> they're not a good team this year. I don't even think they're a playoff team. They, they struggle defensively. And <laughs> I think frustration is boiling with this organization especially with Dame. And we'll talk more about that on another episode of the Ballin' Podcast. The Sacramento Kings. You know, they've been the laughing stock over the last several years. But, you know, they, they do have some, some young, talented pieces with this team. Um, they have some pieces that could be some trade pieces that could bring in even more young, talented pieces, or even a veteran. Um, a guy like Marvin Bagley III, um, him and his father, they've been <laughs> pretty much lobbying for him to get out of this organization. But the Kings are yet to make a deal for the big man. They have a guy in Buddy Hill, the Bahamian, who's one of the best shooters in the league. A little inconsistent, um, but he can definitely score the basketball, and he can help out a team like the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, but, you know, I'm not sure what moves are going to be made for the Kings, but they do need to make some moves simply just because of these guys are just unhappy. Um, but they're playing decent basketball. They find themselves in the playoff race right now. But it's really early in the season, and, <clears throat> I mean, <laughs> we're not expecting the Kings to make the playoffs. But it, worth noting, um, Davion Mitchell, one of the best defenders in the league already. He's going to be a good player <laughs> in this league. But they have a bit of a logjam at the guard position. Um, a guy like De'Aaron Fox. A guy like Tyrese Halliburton. 
How are they going to squeeze in all these guards? The Kings are good, but they're not quite ready for prime time just yet. But they're definitely heading in the right direction. One of the OG teams of the league, um, a team that we all grew up, people my age, that is. Um, seeing winning championship after championship, you know, and all-stars after all-stars. Uh, veterans taking the minimum just to play with this team. That's the San Antonio Spurs. Um, they didn't really add a lot of pieces this offseason. I think their best piece that they added was Thaddeus Young. And he's not even really doing much for this team. He's barely getting any playing time. But they have a, a decent young core of uh, players here with this Spurs organization. And it starts with Devontae Murray. He's the point guard. He's running the show. Um, he's shown some signs of, of greatness. You know, I think he can be a really good player in this league. Jacob Potal, he really turned it up last season, and he came out of nowhere. Devin Vassell, Derek White, they have some nice pieces on this San Antonio Spurs team, but they're just not a good team, and it just comes with experience. Um, they'll get there, but I think this may be the last year that we see Popovich with this Spurs organization as well. So I think this is a, a bittersweet moment for the San Antonio Spurs. Canada, baby. The Toronto Raptors. This Raptors team, um, <laughs> I think that the key addition to this team is a rookie. Scotty Barnes, my colleague over at the Legacy Maker Sports Network, he is saying that Scotty Barnes will probably win rookie of the year this season. He's putting up some monster numbers. 18 points a game, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, and he's a heck of a defender as well. He fits the mold for this Raptors team. You know, they are a defensive-minded team who like to score and stretch the floor out and, and, and run and gun as well. Um, they won a championship over the years, and I think they're trying to get back to that level. So they still got Fred Van Fleet, um, Gary Trent Jr., who they had last season. Spicy P, he's been injured, but he's coming back, and um, I think he's going to play tonight as well. Um, so uh, they have a decent team. OG Ananobi, I can't forget about him. And I think another key piece, key addition to this Raptors team is Precious Achua, the guy that they got from the Miami Heat. Um, just his second year, big man who's been taking up some minutes for Spicy P in his absence, but Precious has been solid. Solid player. And, I mean, if that's what it costs to get Kyle Lowry in Miami, you got to pull the trigger. But the trade has worked out for both teams. Um, Goran Dragic as well is over there with the Toronto Raptors. But this Raptors team, I think they have a chance to make the playoffs again this year. And they have one of the best coaches in the league. So what do you expect? The Utah Jazz. Every time I talk about the Utah Jazz, I just say... <laughs> it's not a lot to say about them. They just know how to play basketball the right way, especially in today's era of basketball. They have a ton of three-point shooters out there. They have a guy who can come off the bench and be that microwave scorer that you need in Jordan Clarkson. They have a star player who can handle the rock, take the last shot in Donovan Mitchell. They have a center who's won numerous defensive player of the year awards who Really good paint defender. Uh, he'll get you on the perimeter as well. He's long. He's linky. Um, he's mobile. He can move his feet very well. 
um, and, and Rudy Gobert. But they have insurance for him. They got Hassan Whiteside, who was a huge addition to this team, um, just to relieve Rudy Gobert. Guy and Rudy, uh, Rudy Gay, who hasn't really played this season, but once he gets healthy, he's going to help this team out a lot. So this Utah Jazz team, they have improved from last season. They're going to be even better this year, um, as we can see. Now they're picking up right where they left off, and they're only going to get better. And finally, we have the Washington Wizards. You know, this is probably addition by subtraction. They just got Russell Westbrook, and <laughs> Russell Westbrook has uh, had a heck of a career. You can say what you want about him, but the guy will be a Hall of Famer. But they got a, a heck of a return for Russell. Catavius Caldwell-Pope. Um, they got Montrezl Harrell. Kyle Kuzma. So this team is, is very deep. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, who was hurt last season with the Brooklyn Nets, He's one of the best guards in the league. Um, people won't say it, but it's the truth. And they're, they're playing some winning basketball right now, fifth in the East currently as we stand. And they're still without a guy like Rui, a guy who's one of the most athletic players on the team. They're still without a guy like Thomas Bryant, one of the best young centers when healthy in the league. And... They just drafted Isaiah Todd out of the G League. Now, he was supposed to be really good. You know, some stuff happened and went over to the G League. And he, he hasn't been who we expected him to be. But he still has a lot of time to figure it out. So I look at this uh, Washington Wizards team. As long as Bradley Bill is there to, to be the star of the team, I'm not sure if he <laughs> really is going to leave now because they're winning. And they look like they may be right back in the playoffs. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. Boy, it's been rough in L.A. Not even just with the Lakers, but the Clippers, too. Let's talk about both of these teams. Let's start with the Lakers first. They're a much older team now. You know, they've aged overnight pretty much. But they still have some good quality pieces, uh, veteran pieces who... Are not going to show their worth in the regular season. No, we see LeBron missing a lot of games. I'm not sure if he's truly hurt. I think he's just sitting back watching and seeing, hmm, what piece do we need to add? Something's not right. You know, he's evaluating the team from an injured reserve standpoint, quote unquote. I think he can play if he absolutely needed to, but he's resting his body. He knows his age. He knows his worth. And He's not the only one. Anthony Davis knows his worth, too. He left the other night with a stomach ache. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think the Lakers are definitely going to make a deal because his team is kind of poorly constructed. Um, I think Davis absolutely needs to play the center position. I think Carmelo needs to start. I think they need to run a little bit more. And I think they just need to spread the flow out as much as they can. Um, it's hard to do that with Russell Westbrook in the lineup, so... It's it's tough. It's tough in L.A. with the Lakers, but there's plenty of time to figure it out. And I think this team is going to be a different team in a playoff atmosphere um, in a seven-game series. So that's my take on the Los Angeles Lakers. Let's talk about the Clippers. Oh, boy, the Clippers are without Kawhi Leonard. You know, he's going to miss the whole season. People hoping that he comes back next season, but... <laughs> 
I'm I'm guessing that's not going to happen. Um, they're currently playing some bad basketball as well. Um, they aged a little bit too. They got Eric Bledsoe. They picked him up in the off season. Um, so I mean, he he's kind of like an, an a veteran point guard at this point. Justice Winslow. They just got him too. Um, but this team is is not really good at the moment. Um, there's still plenty of time. I think they can run the floor and be more of an open team, not having Kawhi there. But, of course, obviously, um, you're not a better team without Kawhi Leonard. But the Clippers are going to struggle this season um, even more. And at this point, they're not a playoff team, and I don't think that's going to change. Oh, man, it, it feels good to be back. Um we're early in this NBA season, and we have so much to look forward to. There, I I believe there's going to be so many trades happening this season, and um, I think it's going to be quite a few surprises in the NBA as well, as we can already see now. Um, so this this is going to be a great NBA season. It feels good to have this podcast back and rolling again. I couldn't do it all without your support um, from my family, my close friends. Um, my loved ones, I really appreciate it. It is an honor and a pleasure to present to you all the balling podcast of the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Again, I am your host, Tyrone Montgomery Jr., signing off. Peace.